as I was going Hi everybody, it's time for a drink with me, and this is American Whiskey Jesus, and I am here, of course, with... Mergina Flummery! And we're here today to drink, uh, I thought we'd drink whiskey today, what do you think? I sure hope so. <laughs> I think if I ever show up and you're like, guess what, it's a chocolate milk tasting... I will be I, very sad. I, I'd be weird. Um, well, now that I think about it. Maybe it'll be like our wacky podcast. We'll just break <laughs> all the rules. But today we're following all the rules. And the rules are that we're going to take a whiskey that I've chosen. And we're going to drink it. And we're going to talk about it. And we're probably going to get a little tipsy and act a little strange <laughs> from time to time. Sometimes the stories get a little odd by the end of the podcast. And of course, uh, somewhere in the course of this podcast... Merdina will unveil her candy pairing to yes. go with this whiskey. So Jesus told me ahead of time what the whiskey was. I went to my candy library, yes. consulted the oracle, and chose what I think is going to be the perfect pairing. Okay, and the and the question then is, what is the whiskey? And the whiskey is the Glenmorangie Original. Okay, so when I was earlier trying to guess how to pronounce the name, <laughs> apparently I was way off. Well... Some people say Glen Morangie. Some say Glen Morangie, but it's... I, that was my Glen... Yeah. Glen Morangie. Yeah, which I, I probably think is acceptable, but it's, okay. it's Glen Morangie. Glen Morangie. Like it's orangey. Oh, I see it. It says orangey in the name. Yeah, that's right. It says orangey. And we're drinking the original. This is a 10-year age. This is their flagship baseline product. There's a lot more. We'll talk all about their stuff, but I think, first of all, we should open it. Okay, let's go. There's the sound we love All so right, much. Here's our glasses. All right. We're going to uh, pour some for each of us. And I hope if you're listening that you have picked up your own bottle and you can drink with us. Mm, the nose is coming right off the bottle, actually. Mm. So we're going to nose it. Okay, if you don't know how to nose a whiskey, hopefully you've got a Glencairn glass. If not, whatever you got. Dixie cup, um, <laughs> thimble. Jam jar. Jam jar. Whatever you got. Uh, put, the, put the bottom rim of the glass right up to your top lip so that your nose isn't stuck down in there like a... Um, like a like a mosquito, <laughs> like a hummingbird, like a hummingbird drinking the nectar. That's Although right. that's a beautiful image. It is a beautiful image. All right, so I would say, man, it's, that's it's gentle. It's very gentle. Uh, a lot of times these whiskeys, I feel like I'm smelling it from across the room. It's very alcoholy, um, which is not necessarily good or bad. It just is. This one's quite mellow. Do you know? I actually had a, I really someone gave me a, I think a really good tip for when you first smell something. Okay. Which is don't try to don't try to pin it down to exactly how it smells, but maybe just put it in a family, right? Does it mm. smell floral? Does it smell like fruit? Does it smell like like what what family of smells is it in? Well, okay, I'm not picking up floral or fruit. What are my other choices? <laughs> uh, meat, <laughs> how many fam- dairy? <laughs> All right, grain, grain, grain. That's it. Ding ding. It's grain. All right, I'm gonna I'm just gonna I'm just gonna taste. Okay, it. yeah. Can we taste it? All right. Sometimes we get a little distracted. so sweet it's quite sweet it's um mm. I, I say this is an easy drinker let's see the um it's um it's it's a bit desserty alcohol by volume is just 43 percent, so it's mm. on the lowish end not not right down at the bottom but at the lowish end if i had to say pick one word i would say vanilla do you mean that in the in the literal no, sense or in, in the, the in the in the flavor? In the fla- I'm, I'm, like the I don't mean flavor. it as an insult. I like vanilla, and this tastes like vanilla to me. Yeah, that, I think that may. <laughs> it's but it's it's good. I I like it. It's it's a little mild and uncomplicated, which could be <clears throat> sometimes just what I want. Absolutely, I think that this is um, this is a really classic sort of Scotch whiskey right here, mm. and this is very. The, there's one thing about it that's not classic, although oh. I think in effect. It tastes that way. Um, and that is that uh, there's no sherry aging on this whatsoever. Oh, okay. So for people who aren't up to speed on this, typically sher- uh, Scotch whiskeys are aged in either or sherry barrels, which is a grape wine, which mm-hmm. we tasted a few episodes ago. Mm-hmm. And Merdina has become a huge sherry fan, by the way. She drinks <laughs> sherry each night. I have my nightly sherry in bed. Right before she falls asleep. And then, it's um, not true. and then the the or bourbon barrels, so barrels that were used to house bourbon, make their way over to Scotland. And usually they're a combination of those two, but rarely is sherry not involved. Okay. This is one that's ten years aged in several different bourbon barrels, but it's just bourbon. Just bourbon barrels. So mm. as you taste it, you'll probably if you if you really like the really sherry forward, 
Glenn Farkless's and things like that, you might be missing that little mm. grapey, grapiness. Okay, that's interesting. That helps me understand what I'm tasting. Yeah. The okay. grapeitude. Grapeitude. Yeah. Doesn't have a lot of grapeitude, and there's a good reason for that. Yeah. There's no grape. There's know. no grapes involved. The grapes had no. Yeah. If there were grapes here, they would say like, "We have nothing to do with that." Right. There's no wrath. No. No, no love. Just nothing. Nothing. <laughs> okay, I, I'm liking it. I'm uncomplicated and just drinkable. I like it. I mm. think that um, it's going to. We're probably going to drink a fair amount of this tonight. I could imagine get... drinking a few glasses of this in yes. a row and not necessarily noticing because it's not really a slow down and sip whiskey. Mm -hmm. It's more of a take a swig whiskey. I want to do something. We talk about something we rarely talk about. We're hold, we're both holding these up. You can't. Sometimes we forget that you can't see us. Okay. <laughs> so we're just like, oh, Hold, pretty. Holding well, the glass a, up. There's like, this beautiful Southern California late afternoon sunshine coming yes. into that office right now. So it's it's looking good through the whiskey glass. And so the it's kind of pale. The This whiskey's kind of pale. And that's because these are both first and second fill barrels. So these have actually, some of the barrels have gone through the cycle once, which means that that, that whiskey tends to be lighter. Oh, sure. That makes sense. Yeah, right? Because okay. it just doesn't have as much wood. Mm -hmm. Woodiness, wooditude. <laughs> There's not as much wooditude the yeah, second time. Not around. much, no grapeitude. No grapeitude. Little wooditude. Very little wooditude. What does it have a lot of tude of? It has a lot of scotchitude. Scotchitude. It really does. Mm. This is a single malt that is just, you know, uh, actually it's from a part of Scotland that's north of the Speyside area. So, Scotland. I'm doing the thing with my hands that you also can't see. <laughs> this is a this, this is from. Uh, this is why we need to start doing video, video casts. Cast. People have asked, obviously. Really? And, yeah. Oh my. Yeah. I'd have to do my hair and makeup though. Can I get a budget for that? Sure. Five dollars. <laughs> uh oh. <laughs> or we could just wear like um, uh, dead mouse style helmets. Or yeah, uh, or yes, exactly. Bags yeah. over our heads. We could do that. Like DJs. I don't want to wear a bag over our heads. It'd be harder to I drink. Be, we would need a long straw. A robot head. But then how would we drink? It's really... Foiled again. We've got a lot to work we got, out yeah, here. We, we'll get to that in a little while. Okay. Let's keep talking about the whiskey for a minute. Yeah. So this is from uh, Tane, which is north of... I've never been this far north in, in Scotland. Um, it's south of Orkney, though. Remember we were talking about how far north mm. Orkney is? It's south of that, mm -hmm. uh, but still pretty far up there. So I think it's got Scotchitude right, right the way through it. It's um, very, very classic Scotch. Now... Um, Glenn Morangy, this is what I want to tell you about them. They are very much about their barrels. Okay, interesting. They're highly selective on their barrels, and they even commission really special barrels from Missouri that they pick and choose, and they're very particular about the wood. So it's all about the barrels. Okay, and it, it's all about the barrels, and yes. the, they're particular about the wood, and then are they particular about the bourbon that's in those barrels? I, I believe that what they do is they work with the providers to select exactly what they want from, from those. Um, and the other thing I want to say is this. The original, which is what we're drinking today, is, is almost like the base material for the rest of their line. The rest mm. of their line tends to be this whiskey, possibly aged longer, and finished in various kinds of sherry barrels. Okay, so this is like their baseline it, recipe. It really kind of is, yeah. Interesting. So when you get into, they have, and you know, they have all these exotic names. They have, you know, a star, and I, I, we could go to the website and check it out, but they all have these, and they're very particular expressions that come out for a very short period of time. Hmm. And it's like we took barrels from this particular kind of port, hmm. and we, finished it for a couple of years in that. So I feel like this is kind of their starting point for, for all that stuff. Interesting. Yeah. So I have a question for you. Mm -hmm. So if Glenn Morangi was established in 1843, yes. so they started making Correct. their Scotch whiskey back then, were they using bourbon barrels in 1843? I don't think they would have. So that's what I'm wondering. Like, what what was the Scotch whiskey history before it was so easy to get uh, bourbon barrels from America? I think you're likely. I mean, I think um, in those days the exact selection of barrels would have been a lot more random. That wouldn't have been as okay. an important a part of it. So that wouldn't have necessarily been one of the features of I'm going to use this specific barrel it, from this specific. I don't think anyone would have talked about it that mm. way. And what I 
what I know is true, because it's still true to this day, is that both in Kentucky and in, in Scotland, mm -hmm. there are cooperages mm -hmm. that make barrels, mm -hmm. right? Especially in Kentucky, because they all have to be new barrels. Mm -hmm. But even in Scotland, I mean, there's places that just make barrels, and they make them exactly the same way they did hundreds of years ago, probably slightly advanced, okay. you know, techniques. But um, so, so they would have they built or bought, scrounged any kind of barrel they could get. So it's very likely they were just buying barrels from, from somebody down the road or... Yeah, either someone who was ma making them new for them or they would say, oh, you know, Farmer Johnson has all these barrels from the, the wine that he had. I'll just take those and get them wherever you can. So there might have been a little grapeitude Could have been. In the history of could this. Could well have been. Interesting. That's right. There's no telling. It could have been anything. It could have been... Could have been pickles. Could have been... Uh, bunch of um, cats. <laughs> well, no, monkeys. Barrel of monkeys. Barrel of monkeys. Did People they... always talk about barrel of monkeys. Like, where was there ever a barrel of monkeys? But my question is, yeah. how many monkeys were in 19th century Scotland? Very few, I'd have thought. <laughs> I mean, there was and, just one barrel going around and around. And and to that matter, like, if the, you know, if you could, whatever number of monkeys there may or may not have been in Scotland. Yeah. Could you get them in a barrel? All at once. Or how'd you convince the monkeys to get into a barrel? I mean, you'd have to throw a snack in there. I mean, sure. Pe peanuts. But, you know, they're not stupid. It's true. But they like peanuts. They do like peanuts. Yeah. Yeah. I wonder if monkeys have peanut allergies. I mean, they must have peanut allergies, right? I mean, they have to. <laughs> yeah. We, uh, American Whiskey Jesus actually made me laugh so hard that I inhaled a little bit of whiskey. Yeah. <laughs> have you ever heard people say you can drown in an inch of water or whatever? Turns out you can drown in about a quarter inch of whiskey. Yeah. It's, for, it's fortunate I am a certified lifeguard, so I had to save Merdina from drowning in her whiskey. It burns. <laughs> That's literally what she said. She, it burns. It burns. Just watch, watch out with your, if you're sipping and Whiskey Jesus says something especially funny, mm -hmm. just be very cautious. It's going to happen. There's something about it's that barrel happen. full of Scottish monkeys that just... I mean, know. are they... I love the idea that they're Scottish monkeys. Like, somehow, this, this rogue breed of... This rogue offshoot species of monkeys made its way to the highlands and... I mean, they could have been brought by some intrepid explorer on his ship and right. released into that's the right. highlands yeah. Yeah, that's right. to forage for <laughs> peanuts. Right. I'm, I'm assuming they're wearing, wearing, you know, tartan patterned costumes. Oh my gosh, a monkey in a little kilt. Yeah. That's the cutest. Yeah, yeah it's pretty cute. I mean, they I, probably would hate it, but... Yeah. Well... I mean, they might, they might... They come typically monkeys, let's be honest, come from warmer climes than Scotland. Mm. So that, you know, you take So they them, would need they, some wool. Yeah, to, something, yeah. I would think. They'd probably be like, you know, at first we thought this was some, some jive, but now that the winter has set in, we're really appreciative of these clothes that you humans have given us because we had no idea. We had no idea it got like this. <laughs> like, what a surprise. We're confused and, and, and glad and grateful that we have these kilts on. Uh, and this comfortable barrel and to this, sleep in. To shed bodily warmth. <laughs> and little bits of fur and skin cells because that's what you need. You need that. For your whiskey to taste of monkey. Right, so it's got a monkeytude. <laughs> There might be a faint monkitude if you go all the way back in the history of Glenmore and G. Yeah, back to the yeah to the early days. Not so much anymore. Not now. Not now. It's not, not you now. know, Pete will get after you, so yeah. you have to be careful for that. Do you know what else is really interesting about this whiskey? What's that? Is this is a pretty good uh, single malt Scotch whiskey, and right now in the United States, in in your sort of bigger stores like Total Wine and Bevmo, this is a sub thirty dollar whiskey. That's a great deal. It really is. So if you're if you're in the market for a really right down the middle. Uh, you know, single malt that's that's quite good. Um, this is that, and it's less than than thirty dollars. La Santa is the is one of the ne the other core range ones okay. that's finished. I think that one's finished in um, in sherry. Um, it's more expensive than that. And actually, I was thinking it would be nice to t to taste all the variations from the. Oh, that sounds fun. That'd be fun. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Merdita coughed again. <laughs> I coughed again, <laughs> and, and, then, and when I when one of us coughs, Whiskey Jesus makes us pause. That's right. In silence. So then later, when our editor is putting together the podcast, they know right when where to, the break is. When yeah. to do the break and yeah. when to do the edit. But then we were having a little stare off. Who was going to speak first? I mean, I think it's because I couldn't think of anything. <laughs> you were waiting for the next brilliant monkitude joke to just well, pop into existence. I mean, I, we have explained how and why there could be a barrel of monkeys. <laughs> Which is, I think, we've advanced science quite a bit here today. <laughs> I think that's science. Well, I had a thought. Okay. 
which is, you know, I always look at the bottle and, and yes, yes. notice what's interesting or not interesting yeah. about it. You know, much like the way I feel about drinking the whiskey, the bottle is, it's fine. It's yeah. a handsome bottle. It is. It's not flashy. It's not, it doesn't have an exciting octagonal shape mm -hmm. or um, it doesn't come with a, a toy on top. <laughs> a like key so, attached to a string. Some of the bottles yeah. come with little yeah. uh, accessories. But it's a, it's a, it almost looks a little bit like a wine bottle. Mm -hmm. It's about the same size. And I, I was thinking that when you mentioned it's under $30, which you could easily buy a bottle of Chardonnay for about the same price. Right. And it, it sort of has that same look. It to does. It. it does. And actually what I, what I think is striking visually about it is the, the colors of the, the labeling and everything actually really cohere beautifully with the color of the whiskey itself. I agree. Isn't the, that interesting? The label's this beautiful, um, warm sort of sunset color. And it, it does. It looks great with the color of the whiskey. Mm-hmm. There was a thing in the in the uh, grounds of Glenmorangie, a signet, a giant um, Celtic signet oh. slab yeah. with carvings. Neat. And super old. I super assume. old. Yeah. It was removed and put in museums or whatever. But twenty years or so ago, Glenmorangie had it recreated, and there is now on the grounds of Glenmorangie this the Glenmorangie signet. Which actually, I'll show you a picture of it. Oh yeah, look it up for us. That that's really cool. I I love that they did that to sort of pay homage to their uh, the history of the place. Yeah. Although so, of course you do you do have to put things like that in museums so that idiots don't you know write their initials on it. So yeah, if you go go to their website or, or just search Glenmorangie signet. And you will see this. Um, they're not helping me right at the moment. But you'll see this, <laughs> no. this He's sort clicking of, around and it's nothing. Here it is. Oh, wow. This gorgeous, probably 12-foot slab of... Oh, it's much more intricate than I would have guessed. Yes. You've got you know, people on horseback. You've got a kind of Celtic pattern around the bottom. You've got horses. You've got, you know, it, it's really quite cool. It's almost like a... It was almost like a... Um, if Stonehenge were, uh, you know, a, a season... Mm -hmm. of TV shows. This is like one episode. <laughs> right. Basically, so one one slab is, is all you get from this. Yeah, very beautiful. This is interesting. I'm, I'm reading the copy on the bottle to see what I can learn. It was created in Scotland since 1843. Okay. I have no idea what this means. Perfected by the 16 men of Tain. Who are the 16 men of Tain? Well, give me a second and I'll, I'll read you a little bit. The oh, men of Tain. Oh, okay. The men of Tain. meet the men of Tain. Um, is Tain the town? Tain is the town, yeah. Okay, yeah, T-A-I-N, right. Tain. That's right. So there was a time when the men of Tain would queue up for a daily dram of whiskey with their lunch. Huh. Uh, huddled together, they would pass around a metal cup, blacken through constant use, that's pretty gross, mm. and share a joke at the expense of one of the lads. The, this tradition, as well as the practice of handing out an extra dram for unpopular jobs, like cleaning out the washback, is still fondly remembered by some of our more long-serving men. So I think this is some kind of uh, this is some kind of long-standing tradition of giving away whiskey at the at the distillery okay. that involves rewarding people for doing yeah. disgusting things, <laughs> like cleaning out the monkey barrel. The, yeah, presumably. I mean that is not that is not glamorous work. That's a rough job. But if you got a little extra portion of Glenmorangie, it might be I'm worth it. Saying it different every time. Remember orangey. Orangey. Remind, it rhymes Glen, with orangey. Glen, Glen, Glen Morangy. Glen Morangy. Glen Morangy. Glen Morangy. <laughs> Didn't you date him, Glen Morangy? <laughs> he was all right. Yeah, you know, he was... It he also says, good. unequaled for purity, delicacy, and aroma. That's what they say about you. <laughs> I should hope so. <laughs> <laughs> unequaled for aroma. Yeah. Is Pure, that good, delicate, and aroma. <laughs> it's delightful. <laughs> All right, we're having we're having another little glass full here. Yeah, um, we are. I will say we're we're making our way through this bottle a good little bit. So this it's is very a, drinkable. You know, I'm I'm just casting my eye in the direction of the the, the oh, water yeah, dropper, you but you prepared I a just little bit of don't water. think it's going to need it at all. I'm going to try it anyway, just for Let's fun. See what happens. Um, it's you know 43% ABV, so all right. we're not unlocking any of the delicious chemicals at the bottom of the glass or anything like that, and it's already so mild that. Mm. Actually, yeah, I, I think it's it's fine. I honestly don't think yeah, I can tell the I difference. I don't think you need added. it. Yeah, um, I don't think you need it at all. Yeah. I think this is a, a very nicely made whiskey that a lot of people are going to like. Yeah. So, 
I know it's a little early, yeah. but you know I've been on edge lately about candy. <laughs> I've, been, I've been a little a little on edge about candy. Whiskey Jesus told me he's been having some candy cravings. That's right. So Yeah, so I, I'm basically eating nothing in the way of carbohydrates. And what's wonderful about that, of course, is that whiskey has how many carbs? I've heard it has zero carbs. Zero. Who knew? So, but candy is full of them. Yes, I would. that's pretty much all they are. <laughs> that's all they are. Well, um... So this is interesting, thinking yeah. about the whiskey candy pairing for the Glen Morangi. Glen... Morangi? Morangi. Damn it! Glen Morangi. Just remember the guy. Morangi. Mor Glenn Morangi. 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 Who's the guy? Glen. Oh, Glen. Yeah, right. Yeah. Yeah. He was handsome. <laughs> um, so when Whiskey Jesus tweeted that this was his pick and that I needed to think about the candy, one of our Twitter friends mm -hmm. said that there is only one candy pairing for this whiskey mm. that was acceptable. Okay. Only one. Only and one. did he call himself the Oracle? Is that what I happened? I don't know. That was confusing. I, I'm not sure what I... Is he a self-appointed oracle? Is that a thing? You know, I think oracle, and we can, I think we ought to, after we do the candy pairing, we ought to talk about things you can't call yourself. <laughs> right. This is a topic we and, can. And is oracle going to be top of the list? Be. You cannot call you yourself, call yourself an, oracle. an oracle. Can you call yourself smoking hot? Uh, like, like, I'm I, smoking hot. I think you probably could. Like, okay. you know, like, there's no question that if you were, let's say you were, Kate Upton, you okay. know, cool. That's no one's going to dispute that. All right. But you can't call yourself, for example, a guru. Oh, you're so you right about that. You can't, that. You can't such such show guy. up and say, "Guess what, guys? I'm a guru. I'm the guru." Yeah. Right. Yeah. No, that's like only others can say that Oop. about you. Sorry. All right. So. Blink. All right. Drum roll. So I brought my Crown Royal bag, which <laughs> I use <laughs> to tote my candy around town, and um. I thought long and hard about this okay. because after after the Twitter exchange, I was really torn. There was a little pressure on you. There was pressure, yeah. and there was there was a little um, rebellious part of me yeah. that thought, you know, screw this. I'm an American, right. despite what some people have claimed, and I can do whatever I want. That's right. And I if, do what I want. If I think Cherry Starburst is right. the perfect pairing for Glen Morangi, sure, Glen I'm going to allow it. <laughs> Then so be it. Yeah. And by the way, when I just now said Cherry Starburst, American Whiskey Jesus's face lit up like the 4th of July. Well, you know, if you haven't had any sugar for seven weeks, the idea of a Cherry Starburst sounds like a freaking, you know, I don't know, whatever a good thing would be. Right. So up. so here we go. We're going to have some Cherry Starburst. Really? No. <laughs> I'm messing I'm, with you. I mean, no, I'm, I'm, I'm going to eat them. If I'm it. saying all this to mess with our uh, our our Twitter friend, the self-proclaimed Oracle. But the truth is- Maybe he's right. He made a convincing case, and so I agreed. And he said that we need the Nestle Coffee Crisp. Oh, okay, all now, right. Now, this is not an American candy. Did you have to go to some kind of I had to go. I had to go to a specialty store. I've never had one of these before. Okay, so we're have flying Have you blind. had one no, before? No, no So. Coffee Crisp. Coffee Crisp. Say? Yeah, exactly. I it's say. where where is it made? It's got to be English. It seems English. I'm it does, trying it to does get have some... that vibe, doesn't it? Let's see. Made in Canada. Oh, that's right. Because that's my Most Canadian. My my Twitter friend thought that I was Canadian because I am I am a little Canadian. By I'm way a little of bit Canadian, but I'm mostly American. So yes, it's prepared in Canada. Okay. So, sorry. Oh, wait, uh, I should take a photo first. You definitely I should. Haven't, I haven't, let's, let's arrange all of our things. I haven't so we, photographed so it yet. We, we, we've become aware of the fact that we need to do more pictures. Put my glasses on. There you there. go. We're just this is going to be really This is fascinating footage, for right? everyone to, to hear us arranging this shot. <laughs> to hear me taking a... It's almost as good as when you do your wild hand gestures. That's fun. If you're around for that, you're, you are in luck because yeah, it's really. a show, boy. It's a good time. All right. There's good. a picture. All right. got to break out the, right. the coffee crisp. All right. All right. Let's open her up. And see if the oracle right. is correct. So if you've got yourself a bar of coffee, Chris, just go to your local Canadian restaurant. They, they have the them Can up at the Canadian 7-Eleven. Yeah, Canadian, you know. How do you say 7-Eleven in Canadian? 7-Eleven? <laughs> I think you, yeah, I think it's just 7-Eleven. This is harder than I expected. It's crisp. It's, it's, it's kind of, can you, can you, it's, it's like, I think I, I, I imagined it being mm. more like a Kit Kat having a little more give. Yeah, well, you know what? Is it yummy? It's airy. It's got it's, air bubbles in the middle of all it. All right, I'm gonna try. I'm gonna try. It's bite. quite tasty, but again, I haven't had sugar in seven weeks, so it tastes amazing to me right now. Oh, it's good. It is quite good. Now I'm gonna do it in combination hmm. 
This is the portion of our podcast when you listen to us too <laughs> for a minute or two. Now, if, if you guys picked up your own candy bar, you can eat it now too, so you won't mind the sound of us chewing. Because you'll be chewing. All right, I'm going to take another bite. Chew with us. Chew, <laughs> chew with us. And um, it's not as strong of a coffee taste as I imagined either. No, but... It's mild. It's a very mild chocolate, mild coffee. Mmm. I think it pairs delightfully. And I bet that if it were a Glenmorangie with uh, some of the sherry or other wine finishes on it, it would be even better. Mmm. Okay, I'm liking this. I am too. It's a... It's one of the more sort of um, mildly flavored candies we've had. Yep. It's it's sort of, it's gentle, it's just a little bit sweet, and it's nice with the whiskey, and it's making the whiskey less sugary to me. It does so not I, insist upon itself. That's really true. Much like me, I don't insist upon <laughs> well, myself. Well, sometimes you do. But I don't show up and declare myself the oracle, <laughs> unlike some people. Man. <laughs> We're trying to, you know, we're trying to attract Twitter followers. Not no, he know he knows I'm kidding. Okay, <laughs> I should. I'm gonna look up his name. Okay, that seems like a good idea. All right. um, I like this bottles. pairing because the coffee has that sort of a little bit of a the coffee flavor has just a little bit of bitterness to it, and it goes nicely with the 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 sort of char that you get from the the bourbon cask thing. It's very nice. I agree. It has a nice balance. You know, um, I feel as clueless talking about candy pairings as as. Um, some people feel talking about whiskeys, where they're just like, I don't know. But nevertheless, I know what I like, and I like this. I see. He did not call himself the Oracle. He didn't call Oracle. himself the Oracle, okay. I, I take it all back. So our friend, Back East Photo, declared that Pan Am Style is the Oracle. Okay, so. So he, I think you can nominate someone else. Oh, sure. As an Oracle, for sure. For sure, or yeah. Or as a guru or, or smoking hot. Right, yeah, there's things that are not for you to say, right? Like, yes. Like, um, if, I, if I said, I could say, for you, for example, that you're thoughtful. Hmm. But I couldn't say that Thank I'm thoughtful. You. Well, I said I could say that. <laughs> but right, you can't be like, I'm, I'm just know, a very thoughtful person. Because I'm such a thoughtful person. <laughs> yeah, it kind of negates the whole thing right like, there, doesn't it? I mean, that's not for you to say, really, is it? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, what else would be things that you can't call yourself? Can you declare yourself um, selfless? Right, that's hard because because then you're you sort know. of yeah. You can't call yourself a thought leader. <laughs> you can or can't? <laughs> cannot. Cannot. You cannot call cannot yourself, call a, yourself thought a thought leader because that's mm-hmm. you know. I mean, if someone else says you know that guy's really a thought leader, then they're doing it from a sense of actual appreciation for what that. I don't know, that person thinks or leads. <laughs> but if you call yourself a thought leader, it's like, how do you know? I'm, co- I'm, I'm covered in chocolate. <laughs> I feel like there was a commercial about this. Where's some peanut do you, butter? Do you have, right, because my hands are covered in chocolate. Do you have handy little wet wipes? I do, I do. You just, are just so, you. Use, you are so thoughtful. I am, uh, see, I am accepting your characterization <laughs> of me as watch thoughtful. it. <laughs> Can you know, you, you are you. covered in chocolate. <laughs> That's true, I am. But I think I can safely declare myself covered in chocolate. Yeah, that, that's something you can say. It's not say really a problem. No, it's really not. Okay. No one will dispute or, or mm, they'll be like, I don't know. She says she's covered in chocolate, but. Can I don't you know. brag about how humble you are? That's almost like the ultimate humble brag. <laughs> I'm so humble. It's so, it's impressive. I don't know how I do it. Um, no, I don't think so. I'm blown away by how humble I am. Influencer is probably something you shouldn't call yourself. It's like it's thirsty, right? Yeah, exactly. In in a yeah. non-appealing way. I, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. It's okay to be thirsty for things like <laughs> thirsty for adventure, or you know, thirsty for but thirst, great experiences or something. Thirsty for acclaim, acclaim. or for influence mm, is just it. It ruins it. It ruins it. It actually yeah. negates it. It totally yeah. does. Yeah. All right. So, is there anything else that you can't proclaim yourself to be? Yeah, you can't proclaim yourself to be. A great leader. Interesting. You can't say, I'm, a, I'm a leader. I'm a real leader. Okay, right. If someone right. was up front and the first thing they said was, guys, I'm a great leader. Right. You would Instantly. immediately be suspicious of that person. You would. And think, like, I'm not following this guy Yeah, anymore. like, why did you have to say that? Uh, funny. You can't say that you are funny. <laughs> no, no, but seriously, guys, I'm really I'm funny. I'm really funny. I'm really funny. <laughs> That's how my stand-up routine starts. I'm really funny. 
Yeah, but your stand-up routine is really all about, I mean, you're just, it's self-denigrating. It's like a tight 45-minute set of Merdina finding ways to denigrate herself. I, th I mean, if you want to put it that way. I mean, you know. I guess you thought I was being ironic when I said, started off by saying I'm smoking hot, so. I, all right, everybody, check it out. I'm really funny, I'm really and I'm funny. smoking hot. I'm kind of a thought leader. I'm an influencer. Actually, this is this is pretty good. This it, is pretty good material. A solid, this is a solid bit right here. All right, at our next open mic night, we can turn it into a whole thing. The What? This. Oh, this. Right, okay. Actually, <laughs> Whatever uh, this is. Yeah, this is whatever this is. It's fantastic. It's gold. It's gold, I swear to God. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so... Don't make me inhale again, please. I, I don't want to kill you. Last time... It's, it's, it's so strange. The more I drink, the funnier you get. I, it's always like that. It's always like that. And, and, and probably handsomer, too. <laughs> I would assume. <laughs> so, where were we going with... Oh, I know what I was going to say. Yeah. Speaking of actually physically being in the same place as other people... Yes. We are, I've heard that's a thing people do. It is a thing people do. We're doing it right now. <laughs> it's true. We are actually in the we same room. We are right here right now. Yeah. We are uh, very seriously considering having an event. Oh, the drinking. The drinking, right? So it's going to be called "Drink with Me Live: The Drinking," mm -hmm. and we're going to invite people to join us at a location to be and a date and location to be disclosed, where we will all drink uh, the whiskey and eat the candy pairing together and chat, record a podcast, and I think that's going to be a lot of fun. Yeah, it does sound fun. Mm -hmm. I'm wondering how many people will also think it sounds fun besides you and me. Well, we're going to find out. We're going to find out. <laughs> it's going to be a little experiment. Yeah. I, I wish some of our Twitter friends could come, but I, none of them it's are particularly local. It's such a global local. audience, yeah. I mean, yeah. We'll, if, if we get any traction on this, maybe we'll just travel the globe with it. Yeah, we'll, we'll just, just do drinking. Yeah, we'll just fly out to the UK for right. the drinking UK version. Absolutely. Sure. Absolutely. And, you know, a couple of our friends are photographers. They could take some beautiful photos of sure, us. Sure, they could. They I could would try. appreciate that. They could try. They could try. I don't yeah. think it's that hard. I don't think so either. Not when you give me my $5 hair and makeup <laughs> budget. I'm going to see how far that $5 can go. Go pretty far. Go pretty far. <laughs> I mean, could you train the barrel of monkeys to do hair and makeup? I don't see why not. I mean, you, you were know, already working on the helper right. monkey. Yeah, there's more candy. Yeah, the, um, yeah I, that's right. I think that's a, it's a high level skill for a monkey, but it's not out of the it's not out of the. Question. I mean, they groom already, right? That's the, mostly related pick, to picking, picking out the bugs. bugs and things. I mean, I'm bug free at the oh, moment. So oh, that, now, so now who's bragging? <laughs> Can you call yourself bug free? I don't know. I don't know, man. It sounded pretty full of yourself. Yeah, I, I shouldn't get too cocky because the bugs, you know, they could come back at any time. Yeah. That's gross. <laughs> I, I want to ensure uh, assure everyone that I don't think either of us has had any infestations of our person any time lately. Not really recently. Not, not in the recent. Yeah. Not within the last 18 to not, 24 months. Not since I um, quit that barrel cleaning job. Barrel cleaning job. But you're getting an extra dram for doing it, so it's I mean, totally worth it. I showed up at Glen Morangi. I thought it was a vacation. Turned out I had to work my way through. Right. And um, yeah, so it, they said someone needs to scrub these barrels. You know what I did last night? What? Uh, whiskey tasting for about 10 people. Oh, cool. Yeah, it was great. All right. And I did. Were these newbies or fans? Or? They, they were people that I didn't really know. So it was in, a, in the effort of supporting an organization. Mm -hmm. And so there were like 50 people and uh, people were allowed to go to different things. And about 10 of them chose to come to my, and it was, the room was, was full. It was good. It really, it couldn't have been any more people in the room than we had. And my whole thing was I took them through some of the basics of whiskey. And one of the things that I do which Merdina has witnessed before, but it happened again, was I, I wrapped a bottle of Macallan 12 and a bottle of Macallan 18 in foil. Mm -hmm. And I did, we did tastes of both kind of at the same time with a little dark chocolate between each taste to so clear your palate a little bit. And then I surveyed the room and said, who, who prefers the first one, which was the 12, and the second one, which was the 18? And it was 60, 40, 12. Okay, so it was about half and half Yeah, it was again. about half and half. And just a slight advantage toward Macallan 12. Mm. So that goes to the whole point that we make often about how just because a whiskey's older doesn't mean it's better. Right. Doesn't mean people are going to like it more. Doesn't. Yeah. Okay. Any, any other highlights from the tasting? Yeah. People really loved the Aberlauer mm. 
uh, twelve that mm. I tasted be, uh, that I that I brought to them. Um, it was just you know people were were delighted by that now, and the Ardbeg ten. Okay. So nice. what I did was I said I, I was talking about okay here's whiskey mm-hmm. let's talk about bourbon we tasted the Blade and Bow which I nice. know is one of your favorite bottles. Yeah, that's a good one. Yeah, and a good bottle. Yeah, good bottle octagonal. Yeah. Yep, and then I said, okay, that's what bourbon tastes like. We talked about that, and then we said, let's talk about classic whiskeys, Aberlour, and then Glenfarclas, and then we talked about peated whiskey. We did the Ardbeg. Then I did the little, uh, mm-hmm. the little uh, t- Macallan twelve and eighteen as the blind age taste. Nice thing. It was good. It was so really very good. Um, Scotch heavy then. Scotch heavy, t- yeah, it was Scotch heavy. Okay. Yeah, I mean, if I had more time, I'd have done a couple more world whiskeys as well. It's but, all right. You know, it was good. Yeah. You know. I think I can see starting with the bourbon and then going to Scotland. It's kind of far enough, actually. Mm-hmm. That's a good journey. We could have done, oh, um, and then um, we gave, so then we ra- We did a raffle, and people could choose the bottle that they wanted. The winner of the raffle could take whichever bottle they wanted. Cool. And predictably, the person took the Macallan 18, because yeah. I told them how much it cost. So they're going to take it just because yeah. it is what it is. Yeah. 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 It's you know. funny, isn't it? Yeah. Even though if they were being honest, they might not have liked it the best. Well, they clearly not everybody did. Right. Yeah. Right. So anyway, mm-hmm. but it was good. And it just goes to show every time we do that, if you ask people what they like, it's right down the middle. And I said, they're both great. So it makes sense. There's no wrong answer. There's no wrong answer. No. you lo- no uh, yeah, answer. Absolutely. They're both great. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What else should we say about Glenn Morangi? Or Glen Morangy. Glen Morangy. Aha. You, you got me. You got me. <laughs> I finally influenced you. I know. It's terrible. Uh, you know. Oh, you're an influencer. Oh, right. I, I am. I can say that. <laughs> you can say it I about can say me. That you're an influencer. Right. I'm a grammarian. Can oh, I say that about myself? I think so, because no one gives a shit. <laughs> right. There you go. That's the difference. Yeah. If it's, if people don't care, no. or if it's not cool. Right. It's not cool. Right. Yeah. Like, uh, I'm a. Um, I'm a ping pong master. I mean, I don't know. Okay, here's here's maybe the how it works. Yeah. If you can prove whatever the thing is. If there's some demonstrable standard. So if you say I'm a ping pong superstar, right? You might seem a little conceited. But if on the other hand, you can then like pull out your Olympic gold medal. Show me the cover of Ping Pong Monthly. Yeah, exactly. Then then I think people are gonna be like, like, here you go. All right, you're a little conceited. Michael Jordan of ping pong. But it's a real thing. Right. Yeah. It's lame. It's, it's but it's, it's a, a real yeah. thing. Yeah. I mean, I guess if, if someone said, let me ask you this question. Yeah. And this is a question for all of you, really. If someone said to you, you could be the greatest ping pong player in the entire world, <laughs> just just by by magical transformation, how much would you pay to be to be you wouldn't you don't have to do anything. But that you would be like the Michael Jordan okay. of ping pong. So what's my dollar amount? Yes, what is I'm your... I'm willing to pay to right pay? now in my real money that I really yes, have. Yes, actual, not, you know, Monopoly money or, or anything like that. What would you pay? Like, literally overnight, like, instantly, you Like, would be... I have to write the check right now. Well, or, or the, whenever. Or the, yeah. yeah, okay. Well, as soon as you pay, um, you, you'd be, I, you know... Like, 500 bucks. Okay, that's fair. <laughs> Because I mean, right? Because what would change? You know, it wouldn't wouldn't change that much. I don't know. What yeah. what would change? I don't know. Could I go on tour? Probably. Would, would people like fly me in? Would I get to go on the Today Show? I mean, probably not. But I don't really want to do any of those things. Well, do you want to go to ping pong tournaments? I really don't. No, I really don't. Either. I really don't want to fly somewhere to pay, play ping pong. And be on the like today. I really don't want to do any of those. Well, things. Well, I'd go on the Today Show. I'd That'd go be on fun. the Today Show. I'd like to meet. Al but they'd Roper. be like, and next we're going to talk to the woman who's the Michael Jordan of ping pong, Regina Flummery. And then they'd be like, clap, clap, clap. Go to commercial. Come back, cue Merdina. We're here with Merdina Flummery, <laughs> the Michael Jordan of ping pong. Merdina, how does it feel to be the greatest ping pong player that's ever lived? It just feels okay. It's fine. It's, it's fine. fine. It's fine. I never expected it. Yeah. You know, it happened I, really suddenly. I went the first. 36 years of my life, <laughs> or, never or playing whatever. ping pong. Yeah. <laughs> Let's just stick yeah. with that. Uh-huh. Yeah. Never playing ping pong and being perfectly happy. Then yeah. one day, this really strange bearded fairy showed up and said, uh, for $500, you could become the greatest ping pong player in the world. Right. And I said, I've got $500, so sure. Sure, all right. And here I am. Yeah. That's a fascinating story. <laughs> <laughs> Is it, though? <laughs> Do you, 
Do you feel that in some way your ability to trounce every male uh, ping pong <laughs> player uh, that there is is somehow a, a, a you know like a, 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 stro a stroke for the the idea that women can can excel in any field? I think that the time has come to break down the barriers mm -hmm. and stop with the categories of mm -hmm. men's this and women's that. Mm -hmm. uh, it's just we're all people. Mm -hmm. People is people. We're is all they? we're all is they now? We're all human beings. <laughs> okay. Yes. Um, and also, you did use magic, so that's like cheating. Is it ma is magic cheating? Magic is not cheating. Magic okay. is beautiful. Because maybe Lance Armstrong would just say, I just used magic. Drug magic. <laughs> it's true. Right, because what's magic? Right. I mean, isn't isn't what qualifies as magic somewhat tied to, like, science and discovery sure. and place? If we really just didn't understand, I don't know, uh, TV, you might just say, that's magic. It seems like magic to just me. It's magic, yeah. I just, I press a button and there it is. <laughs> If that's not magic, I don't know what is. She, she, whenever the TV's turned on, Merdina bows in a supplicating <laughs> position for like three minutes. I'm like, you, this is why do you, you should know better than that. Right. But it's just, it's just something she's stuck on. I don't know what to say. Um, yeah, I mean, what would I pay for that? Um, yeah, what would you pay? That's I'm going to turn the question back to you. So I, you can be mm -hmm. the greatest ping pong the player. Michael Jordan of ping pong in the world. Mm -hmm. How much are you willing to pay right now? I think I'm probably close to your number because I can't think of any benefit to being the greatest ping pong player. It doesn't sound like a gold a medal. Yeah, you could win a gold medal. Is it? Do they have ping pong? Yeah, at the it's called Olympics? table tennis. They have it at the Olympics yeah. for real. I was yeah. kind of kidding. No, no, no. I would I'd love to have a gold medal. I'd like to have a gold medal. All right, I'd pay ten thousand dollars, and here's why. Okay. I would love to be an Olympic gold medalist, even for something as cheesy as as ping pong. You know, it is a conversation starter. Mm-hmm. Well, I'd wear that sucker around 24-7. Well, I, I totally wear it. The question for all of you is, if you had a gold medal, an Olympic gold medal, when would you take it off? Showers? No, why? It's well, gold. It'll be fine. But the ribbon might get it. It looks good. <laughs> you can't see me, but Again I'm... Again with the visual joke. Yeah. <laughs> just, just imagine. I'm dancing around just imagine. as though I were in the shower wearing, wearing a gold, a gold medal, medal. And yes. nothing else. <laughs> <laughs> wearing a gold medal and nothing else. I mean, for sure I'd wear it to the bars. Every time. I mean, come on. Yeah. Oh, uh, this? Oh, oh, this, you say? Oh, I'm surprised you noticed. <laughs> this old thing? <laughs> um, and presumably you could maybe win, you know, I don't know how long this lasts, like till your entire life, I guess. Well, that's true. So what I could just keep going back every four game? years and winning another gold medal. I mean, why not? Okay, I'm willing to pay a little more oh, than $500. Yeah, the price is going up, yeah. It is going up. Yeah. What if it's auction style, like eBay? What? How high do you think it would get before the auction would max out? Millions of dollars. Really? Millions? Yeah, millions of dollars. People would, someone because, would pay millions. Yeah, be, yes, because they would see the opportunity to be an Olympic gold medalist as a... Uh, Worth it yeah. for whatever. Right, yeah. There'd be so many different leverage points to... Or <sighs> if, you're, if you're mega rich... Right, who cares about like, that? Wow. Yeah. If, if a few million dollars is nothing to you, then... Yeah. I could buy a yacht or... Be an Olympic gold medalist. <laughs> I mean, we've learned that um, that in the last few months, at least here in the U.S., that some people are willing to use money to shortcut actual achievements like getting into elite colleges. I know, man. That's, That's crazy stuff. You know, I mean, so if you don't care, if, you know, hey, just buy your way right to whatever. Right. If the, if the work and the actual achievement doesn't mean anything, mm -hmm. if you don't care about all those hours with the ping pong paddle. I have one more question for you and everyone else. Let's hear it. How did this turn into me asking you hypothetical questions? <laughs> I don't know. It became very interviewee. It did. I think you're It started with a Today Show. You're channeling Al Roker. That's right. I am. I don't even know what that is. I'm doing <laughs> He does the weather. Hands. You're doing weather hands. Weather you're doing hands. green screen. You're pointing at the hurricane. That's right. Over here in this area, <laughs> we're both we're both doing like weather forecaster hands. It's great, but no one can see it. <laughs> okay, here's my question. Yeah, if you had the power right now to introduce some banal activity into the Olympics as a competitive thing, what Ooh. might it be? Right. So, for example, okay, someone could say that what I want to introduce as uh, into the Olympics as a competitive activity that gets a medal is dishwashing 
or something where it's like who can clean I'm pretty good at that these dishes you know and there'd be a standard dish load right it'd be x number of plates and you know like 18 glasses of certain size and all these things soiled to the you know 7.3 level whatever that means and then who could do it fastest without you know like it could be that banal yeah right? okay like what what might it be I'm gonna have to think on this. Maybe it would um, be something that you're so good at. Well, that's what I'm trying to think. What would yeah. I yeah. have a shot at? Yeah. I don't know. I don't know that I'm that good at anything. Well, I mean, you probably are. I, don't, I think I'm just okay. <laughs> <laughs> I think I'm just okay at a bunch of stuff. Jack of all trades. I'm just. I'm on. I'm on. Can I say I'm honest? I'm honest about these. You know, self evaluation. Can a person say they're honest? I don't know. They can say it, they can but say that doesn't mean it, anybody. It's it, that's a neutral one for me. You know, do you ever have, do you ever meet anybody who says something like, "Well, you know me, I'm just a real straight shooter." <laughs> People who say <laughs> stuff like that. So funny. It, it is funny. <laughs> you're like, are you though? <laughs> I don't know whether you're a straight shooter because right. it implies that you're telling me exactly what you think. I don't know what you think. Yeah, right. How would I know? How would I know? Maybe. How you would think, I know? Yeah, I'm just. You could I'm just be exaggerating right. or or shielding me. Right. I don't know. Who knows? All right, so back to the real question, the important question. Could it could it be whiskey candy pairings? Well, yeah, it could be. It's so subjective. That's though. subjective. That's like uh, figure skating where they. Yeah, 9. right. Hold up the numbers yeah. because then it's like I don't know. But I mean, so that's one thing. But that's okay. not really all that banal. I'm thinking like. Okay, more in the dishwasher. Yeah, because that's actually like, that's an art. Don't. <laughs> and as Merdina like said, like I should get a Tony for that. Is what you're yeah, saying. Yeah, like some kind of a lifetime achievement award for best. I would take that using your nothing at all. I'd wear that around my neck too. It's like mm -hmm. it's like a it's a trophy with a marble base. Right. So it's heavy. So swinging. <laughs> but, it's just swinging now. But now. I still wear it. You wear it. Goes it. with everything. What was the original question? Did I ever answer it? Well, we had the question of the banal activity that you would oh, add as an Olympic competitive I, event. Mm, you know what? Oh, I've got it. Okay. Because I'm really good at this. Yes. Okay. Which I'm allowing. <laughs> putting, putting a new trash can liner in the <laughs> Okay. This is exactly what I was going okay, for. Okay. No, hear me out. Okay. Have you ever gone to use the trash? Yes. And you, you, there's nothing in there. There's a fresh no bag. bag yeah. But you toss one thing in, and what happens? The bag collapses down in there. Because someone's done a poor because job. Because some idiot doesn't right. know how to put the liner in the can. It's, or, 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 an it's, artist has. It's put in there halfway. It doesn't collapse in on itself, but it's all sealed up oh, on yeah. the bottom. No so after the, people yeah. put in like three coffee cups, it's, it's full. It's full, yeah. No, I'm no, sorry. You take your it. bag. Ready? Yeah. Uh -huh. Ready? You take. Should I share my secrets? I think the world needs to know. <laughs> you take the bag and you floof it. Floof. You got to give it a big floof full of air. Floof. Put your arm in it till you reach the bottom seam. Right. Bear with me. <laughs> then you're going to push it down into the can right. till you hit the bottom of the can. Climb on in there. <laughs> like you're looking for Narnia. <laughs> you may, if you have a monkey about. Yeah. Send the monkey in right. to press all the corners of the bag right. flush with right. the corners of the can. If you don't have a monkey, just do it yourself. Do it yourself. Then you then you pull the edges of the bag down mm -hmm. over the edges of the can mm -hmm. too far. Mm -hmm. This is the part most people don't get. You pull they it. They don't go too far. You pull it too far. They're not willing to go too far. Because then you do one final push down the middle, yes. back down, yes. and then it's perfect. Oh, my God, I just won a gold medal. Gold medal. I mean, there is no way that the Chinese, with all of their organization <laughs> and money and there's training, gonna be, there's going to be there's going to be toddlers recruited. Every every Chinese and Russian mother right in is going to be handing garbage bags to their toddlers, right. saying like, "Does is he good? Does he yeah. have an affinity for the bag?" Right, right. That's right. No. Well, you know, this is how the world would be if. Um, well, I, I don't know. I just think in an alt, alternate version of the, of the world, mm -hmm. instead of the Olympics where it's like, you know, track and, you know, basketball and whatever. Who's fastest? It, yeah, right. Like, <laughs> let's run like idiots. It would be mundane tasks. It but would be. I'm yeah. sorry, but useful. More okay. Useful, yeah. Today, is it really useful to run fast? It's not very useful. It's not very useful. Yeah, it's not I mean, very it, useful. it might come in handy once, but for, let's be honest, you're running on a track, you're running very fast. Yeah. Not useful. Or you're the best at throwing the ball through the hoop. Right. People like to watch it. Obviously, right. there's value to it in our culture. 
Folding clothes, for example. Super useful. Right. Like something we all need every freaking day. Oh, I day. think Marie Kondo would probably win that, yeah, that's that true. medal. Yeah, bless her heart. Have you seen means. the videos she makes where um, people no. give her challenging items to fold? No. I saw this one where someone gave her this like fluorescent pink um, plastic overcoat. Okay. And she was trying to fold it into one of her neat little tidy packets right. and couldn't, was just couldn't happen. do it. Couldn't do it. Do you know, here's what I think it comes down to mm-hmm. with these whiskeys. Mm-hmm. If we uh, say lots of silly things and we drink a lot of the whiskey during the podcast, it means it's a really good one that we like a lot. And clearly by that standard, Glenmore G original is I'm, a success. I'm looking at the bottle. We've made some good headway. We have, we're, we not, we're not, we're like a good third, mm-hmm, third mm-hmm. plus. Mm-hmm. What's between third and half? What's between a third and a half? <laughs> yeah, is there a thing for that? Five eighths. Five eighths? No. <laughs> That's, yes, five-eighths. Is that between three a third eights. and a half? Three-eighths. Oh, wait, three-eighths. Three-eighths, yeah. Thank That's 37 and a half percent. I would not enter for math. Math is a whole thing. It's math the, Olympics. I have, no, I have no problem with math. You're not against math. I'm not against math. It's all right. And we are not against Glenn Morangy original Scotch no. whiskey. No, Cle- clearly we enjoy. Clearly we are not. I think I may have enjoyed a little more than you. I didn't. Uh, I didn't have lunch, and so I think this one went right to my head. I think it's great. I think you're funny when you're like this. <laughs> okay, good. You I can't are an tell. influencer. <laughs> Did we already cover? Can you walk in and say you're funny? Good. I can say you're funny. I can say you're funny. That's true. We can say all kinds of things about each other. <laughs> we can say anything. I can say you're the. You know, I can say anything about yeah. you. I yeah. Can, I could say you're an influencer. I could say you're a guru. You're a you're leader. You're the guru of whiskey. In my world. I mean, you know, I mean, you're whiskey Jesus. That's right. Jesus was a guru, I guess. He certainly was. He certainly was. Yeah. We're going to wrap up. All right. I think we're recommending Glenn Morangie. For sure. The original. I think it's going to be fascinating at some point when we explore the rest of the range. I would love to. And I I am with my Oracle and his recommendation for Coffee Crisp. They basically made your job easy this time. They did. Thank you. If you have any more suggestions for future whiskeys, lay it on me. And let us know if you're going to join us at the Drinking. If you can, come to Los Angeles and, uh, you know, make it your your big vacation. I think it's it's worth doing. Yeah, for sure. All right. All right. Slauncha. Thanks, everybody. Like some men take delight in the drinking and the roving, but others take delight in the gambling and the smoking. But I take delight in the juice of the barley and courting pretty Jenny in the morning, bright and early. For sharing the madu, the mada. What for the daddy all? What for the daddy all? There's whiskey in the jar. For sharing the madu, the mada. What for the daddy-o, what for the daddy-o, there's whiskey in the jar.